my own spot and I got my own key. So can't no bitch talk shit to me like Kiki did mention. Bitch changed the locks and kicked me about a spot. I learned a lesson I wasn't guessing or stressing. I got another bitch and she worked at the convalescent home. She said she needed a companion. Shit, I needed a chaperone plus a new home. Snap crack it on. But in no time at all, since she fell in love. But I wasn't ready for that. Top cat had to scat. I hit her friend from the back while she was at work working. I was jerking that skirt and fucking with all the friends that was flirts. And when she found out, she told me that that shit hurt. A week later, she fucked my homeboy, Kurt. No, bitch, you ain't shit. Dirt for dirt. Yeah, I got bitches all in my guy. They don't even know my name. Pop your brains. from Hated Without a Call Alone Wolf Story Part 1. Chapter 18, we're going to have a little fun today. Now, back in the day, when I was a young one, when I was in about, mm, this happened when I was about, like I said, when I was about 10, came back home. Remember I told you in my last chapter, you know, I was picked on in fifth grade, and they used to laugh at me for having a mustache. But, and I had deep sideburns that was thick. So they thought I was growner than anything else in the fifth grade. And that don't seem weird enough with a nigga used to have a sideburn full of hair and then a mustache in the fifth grade. And it don't seem real. But that was me, you know, before I actually got it cut off. So there was an advantage though with that. See, on one side, I was picked on for being an old man. Because I had. But I was a player, 18 years old, to the older female. And that's where chapter 18 come in, with my exes in the crushes. I want y'all to listen to this. In the last chapter... You heard me talk about my little sister Danielle and calling her AKA the Big Head. Yes, she was one of them. Now, flashback some years back to when I was in elementary school. <coughs> Excuse me. Remember in the beginning, I said I would get to this part later. 
So here we go. Since I was picked on at Wilson for having a mustache in the fifth grade, I knew younger people would not take to me. So that same year, at Mount Gilead Baptist Church, my first older fe oldest female in the ATL, well, not the first one, the girl in Overlook Apartment don't count. Anyway, in another kid's choir, and they had a youth choir at the youth church, just like Mission. But this class went from 10, 10 years old to high school age, which is 16 and 17 and 18. And it was cool. We, we were in play and everything. But this one female at the time was another popular girl in the church. And she was captain of the dance team. Everybody wanted her. I was being me. The pastor's son liked her real good. He would be like, hey, Jin Jin. And I would just be quiet. Now, while I was minding my own, didn't realize that she had a thing for me. I was 10 years old then. She was about 16 or 17. And boy, the first time I ever had a female Google on me like that. <laughs> I mean, after we talked for the first time, we talked every Sunday after that. And my boy, as usual, was jealous. Picture in mind, he, Stefan was way older than I was. He was already a teen. Jin Jin was already a teen. I was in elementary school. Big pimping at his finest. <clears throat> so back to the story. Now, he was her age, but every time he would talk to her, she would trap me out in the corner and have me up against the wall. Hint, hint. Mom told me one day when we went back home, what you and that girl Jin Jin got going on? I said, who? She said, Jin Jin. I was like, uh, I don't know. Mom was like, mm-hmm. Long story short. Jin Jin was cool. Wherever she is now, I pray the Lord keep her at hope. And wish her <coughs> well, excuse me, with everything. The first oldest female in ATL who had a crush on me. It was short lasted, it was short lived. But Jin Jin, sweetie, if you out there. Thank you for holding the kid down. Because you did what you could. And I was only 10. Go figure. We was cool though. With each other. Well that was when it came to this other older female. Moving on to older female number two. Now we were living on. Well, now we were living at 2075. In a greenhouse. And white house. And going to the new best academy, you know the school I had talked about earlier when catching the bus in the morning from 50 to 58. And the CSK females wrote, that rode the bus, three were crazy about me in middle school. I was in seventh or eighth. Never forget one light skin, three chocolate best friends. What a combo. <coughs> Mom knew they was everywhere.
she would notice before me. She would notice before me. He said, all three of them want you. I was like, no, nah, I wasn't thinking about them. So I shook it off. Later that week, Lexus comes and sit by me on the bus like I was really finna talk to her. And her boyfriend was two rows behind me. Her best friend, Breanne, was back there. She was mad when I didn't get her number and then try again. So Breanne stepped and tried her hand, and it failed. Long story short, the next three older ones, Lexus, Breanne, and, and this other girl with them. Number five. Now, before I get to number five, let me tell you all about Lexus and Breanne. The reason why I can remember Alexis and Brianne so good was <coughs> at the same time, they tried the same hand as who was going to get his number first. At the same time. Now, I'm not saying I'm the most handsome man in the world. I'm not saying I'm the most coolest. I'm not going to say I'm the most laid back. But the Tay had what he had and still happened. So, I don't care about the rest of them. It ain't over. You know. I'm just telling y'all what it was back then on my road to success growing up in the hood. This is what you had. Fast, tail, hot, tamale, females. And I was a nigga. I didn't care nothing about it. <coughs> I accept it all. Whether they had a boyfriend or not, I had them. But for real though, Brienne and Lexus tried their hardest to get my number, man. I wasn't going for it. Because me, I'm the type of dude, even at a young age, because I had old folks since old folks away. I had an old soul. I didn't believe in breaking up nobody's relationship. You did what I'm saying? If that's your man, be with your man. You did what I'm saying? Now, another nigga, he would have took him to jail went ham on both of them. He would have had a menage a trois within... Three to five seconds. Me, see, I was thinking like an adult already. That's why they were calling me young man from the jump because I was thinking like one. I wasn't thinking like no average 16. I wasn't thinking like no average 16 to 17 years old at the time. And they, were, and they already had them boyfriends because they was already on them. Now, imagine if I would have messed with them, it would have been some fighting going on. Because niggas don't like me, period. I don't know why, but from the jump, they just never did. And Brianne, she was a little red bone. She was a little red, you know. She was cool. Lexus, she can stop batting her eyes every day. I'm talking about every time I turned around, it was something. And one day, I actually talked to Lexus. But get what though? Trying to find out. Trying to find out, man. Shawty did too much. Too much. When I tell you she did too much, man, when I finally did get her number, at 16 years old, she was about 17 then. At 17, bro, I'm telling y'all right now, I can believe some of the stuff she was doing, cuz. She didn't even seem like it. She was with her little ROTC uniform in the day. But intelligent, cute, pretty girl. Man, come to find out, nigga. She had about three or six niggas going to different schools and smashing them almost on the weekend regular. 
Like, she tried to think, like, I was gonna play the eighth and ninth, nigga, you got to get out of here. But I was the nigga that she wanted and she was after. Brianne. Brianne actually had her head on straight. Turned out to be right now, she. She she do. She do contract for housing. So it turned out good for her. Still though, back then. Brian did some little tricks that I ain't gonna say too much about. But she cool people. But back to the store. At hand. About number five. Number five was my first BBW. And her name was Ashley. More bubble than back. Yes. I was in eighth then and she was catching the bus with me. And this other group riding Marta. And she was in the back talking to her friends. She knew. <clears throat> Got off the bus, walked up the steps. Mind you, I didn't say nothing to him. She asked me, do I want to be her friend? I was like, okay, cool. Who going to turn down a BBW with a big booty? I'm just being real. That's, that's off the rip. I was like, okay, cool. Why not? She was like, everybody call me Pooh Bell. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Pooh Bell. Like Winnie the Pooh? I said, baby, let me get a real name. She was like, Ashley. I said, cool. Deontay. Got the number. That was that text. The next day, the female number four was Ashley. I think it's crazy from him. Number four, so far, so good. So, before I get into number four and get off number four, Big Booty Ashley, I met her kind of like doing, almost coming like, kind of kind of going to spring break, going into the next year of school. So, Big Booty Ashley, Big Booty Ashley, I found out that uh, I already had a boyfriend too. Yes, they wanted me to play side nigga for some uh, reason. She thinks she was going to suck me off. And then be with her boyfriend on the same day. That one finna go down. But the thing about her was, I just knew something about her was hoarse. <coughs> Cause we were cool like that. Yeah, got her number. We talked, blah, blah, blah. Boom. It was cool. Like me and her could have hit it out a couple of times. But I'm glad we didn't. Make a long story short. That weekend I called her, she got shot at. And the bullet grazed the back of her leg. And she called me like I'm supposed to help out. You ain't got no head, and I ain't got no good good from you. So what makes you think I'm finna help out? But that was number four. So far, next up was this thick female. We went to Jog Court of America. And she used to get on my nerves every day. Every day. Every day. <clears throat> Never knew her name, but she made number five. Female number six, seven, eight. And ninth grade, yeah. Now, before I get into six, seven, and eight, which is the females that I got real close with. Shout out Jog Co. Shout out Jog Co. I never knew her name, but she always get on my nerve. <laughs> Every time. 
That's the females who be really liking you. The ones that get on your nerves all the time. Always bothering you. Always saying something. Always nagging. Always doing this. Always doing that. Always getting on your nerve. Every time she was young, I know she was playing, but it just got on my nerve. Because remember, I was growing up in the hood. Didn't know nothing about none of that. Till now. Now I know what it was, now, now I know what, what she was doing. She wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't doing nothing, but that's her way of talking to me. Feel what I'm saying? That was her way, that was her way of showing that she liked me. Funny and crazy, but yeah, it was cool. She was like, you grown this thing. And then she gonna slick ask me, do I want to take care of one of her kids? What? Shorty sure got to be out her mind. Crazy though. But that was her. Female number six, seven, and eight. And ninth grade. Yes, indeed. Four new ones that year. All were bad, thick, and pretty. Two light skinned, two milk chocolate. One of one of them lived right up the street from my house. Which became my ex later on. The one that lived up the street from me. We stayed right at 1941 Penelope Road, Northwest Atlanta, Georgia. And I will get into her later. Now, next, was on my way to school in the AM. I met at Ashby train station before I began to school. Cool female. Michelle Moses was number t- was number 10. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Michelle was a cool female. I wish me and her never would have got out of way. Never would have got out of way. When I tell you never would have got out of way, never. I wish I never lost her number. I wish if anybody I was on Facebook still talking to, it was her. Because we could talk about anything. She would have Kool-Aid back 11th grade. She was already in 11th grade. I was in the 8th. She was in the 11th. She real cool. Even though she was getting pregnant and had a baby, she was real cool. I could have smashed. Sure enough. Number 11. My tutor. Miss Nick. One. <coughs> now this was when Nicki Minaj brought the red bone females back out and made them more popular. Let me pause right here about my tutor, Miss Nick. I was crazy about Nicki. I don't know where Nicki at right now, but she looked way better than Nicki Minaj. Even though she was cute, fat, and thick, the, her, it, was, it was just something about her like, she was way more better than Nicki. Way more better. Way more better. So Nicki and me kicked it until one day, it was just us in the class. And I, I straight up, I asked her for a number. She turned me down in a lame way with a likable smile. I said, who gonna know we talk? She was like, policy rules. I was like, policy rules? What's the policy rule? You in college? I'm almost in college. I'm three levels up from you. And you gonna sit here and tell me that, oh, uh, uh, a policy rule. Ain't no policy rule, baby. You dig a nigga in the young. You just dig a nigga. Ain't no sense in saying you don't. I was like, you can override that. You and your friend are friends with the head tutor. She was like, I would, though, if I wasn't in this program for the school. I really would. I was like, yeah, right. Sad part is, when you get cool, then you get close. I never saw her again. The second time this happened, 
in my life. Shake my head. Oh, by the way, Miss Nikki was a sophomore in college at the time. Exactly. My point. Nigga, I'm seventh grade tutor. She was she she was she was the she was the sophomore in college at the time. Number twelve was in tenth grade yeah. As well, and baby girl on the track team, cute, skinny with the little booty. Mays High School. She was in eleven. I was in tenth. Boom. We met the day before with my homie, I think Jarvell. Now Jarvell Jew was a cool nigga. If anybody run across Jarvell, tell him Deontay said what's happening. Cause that's that that, that that's a brother for real. He cool. So Jarvell, he was a little nigga too. So me and him were cool. We talked about a lot. He was down to earth. Jarvell was down to earth. But Skinny Minnie. Now let me show you by Skinny Minnie Shakira. Skinny Minnie wasn't all that skinny. She was skinny, but she ran track. But she had a little booty. And she was pretty. That would made it crazy. So Jarvell was with me that day. Before. So we met, so me and her kept chatting, and I had five minutes before the train came. Got her number in three minutes. We were on the train, told her I'll text you later. She was like, okay. Crazy part is, you were getting closer. Now, let me stop right there and tell y'all a little bit about Shakira. Shakira, <coughs> straight A student, cool, laid back, hood girl. I was on one end of West Side. She was on the other end. They stayed on the opposite side. All she had to do was walk to her house because it was right there in the neighborhood. So we wasn't that far from the train station. If she want to come over my house, I want to come over her house. It was cool. We were getting close. It was real cool. 11 grade year. It was older female. We were getting down. We were getting rope. Some of the boys that were dating girls, they were dapping me up because, okay, then got an older girl. Now, something we can't do. You feel what I'm saying? Table like that. I was always cool, laid back. Y'all may thought I was quite over a nerd, but Tay show you different with the females he pulled. Y'all probably never see him. And I know when y'all see my wife, y'all gonna think how I end up with somebody like that. You just don't know my story about my life. So that's why I'm telling you now. They all this went down and it wasn't a lie. So back to Shakira. Shakira ran track. Cool, cool female, man. Shakira ran track. <laughs> Shakira is one of the females that I wish I could go back and actually do it over again with her and wish that I could still we talk to her and we were cool call. Me and her, we that happened too fast. The friendship and stuff happened too fast. Boyfriend started getting mad. He started calling my phone. This is what the lame boy said. I'm gonna show you what he said. This is what the lame nigga said. He called my phone. He said, Hey, bruh, what you keep talking to my girl for, bruh? Bruh, why you keep calling my girl house, bruh? I don't like that, bruh. See, here's what niggas need to understand about when, when that. Don't get on your woman when she has, when she likes another dude. In other words, let me, let me back that up. Don't call my phone. Don't call a man's phone 
because your female got some digging and interest in us. Don't call my phone. You talk to your woman. Your woman is the reason why she talking to me in the first place. All she had to do right off the rip was say, I can't call you. I have a boyfriend. We're going to be friends like this. But y'all ain't going to give you my number. See the, see, the minute you give a man your number, and you just gave a man free access and open up your door to anything. Man or not, he can call you and test you when he get ready. Period. Period. We were getting close too. Trust me, if I would have gotten the close. <laughs> Trust me, if I would have gotten the close. Best believe she'll be my girl right today. If I got any closer. But that ain't who I that that, that was my first girl. But she was cool though. So back back to what I was saying. So five minutes before the train came, got her number in three. We were on the train. Told her I'd text you later. She was like, okay. Crazy part is, now this is where the boyfriend come in. The boyfriend hit my phone talking about, bro, why you keep texting my girl number, bro? LOL. I was like, why do niggas always never check their girl? Don't jump on me. Get on her. Then she gonna tell me like eight months later in August. The next year, don't text me anymore. I was like, all right, bet. So after that, shortly later, her friend wanted to talk to me. But I was like, I'm done with her and her friends. After that, guess what happened? This thick Coretta Scott King girl everybody wanted to get was this other red bone. But she thought she was ugly for real, for real. And come to find out, there were a certain individual, best friend or family member of a certain female. And this next chapter that will be unfolded, I'm sorry we're not done. A few more honorable mentions. Ashley, best friend of Brishon. Brianne, best friend Monica. Raven liked me in fifth grade. Thick Quanisha in fifth grade. Cute and thick. My ninth grade summer school teacher. Miss Gaddis. And the female in summer school. They call Big Boo. And read to another. And RIP to another female who liked me in, in, in summer school. Uh, Miss Keely Weaver always used to call my name in class. Um, shout out to my ninth grade teacher, Miss Parker, too, because I was like a son to her. But at times she would kind of flirt with a nigga a little bit because I know she, you know. And the church females, they know who they are. This next chapter I'm going to get into about my two headaches. Now, I might say this chapter for another time. And I might do it back in it. But I really want to finish this Shakira piece because Shakira and me 
we started out, it was cool. We would talk every day, and then she would help me out with my homework on the phone. I would call her and help her out with her homework on the phone. So it was real cool. Then she would text me and be like, oh, I'm with my boyfriend. I got to go. I'll call you later. Boom. All right, cool. On the back end, <coughs> on the back end, I had Brianna and Alexis to deal with during that time, during school days. So that was that was crazy, right? Let me tell you something, bro. Shakira was that type of girl that I never... She was like Jin Jin. I know Jin Jin for a short while when I first met Jin Jin. Jin Jin and Shakira, I can honestly say, were the two baddest, coolest females that I never wish I ever parted ways with. Because them two females right there, not only were they bad, not only were they fine wine, man, these females had a brain, my nigga, they had a brain, well, you could talk to them, be cool, they went with that nagging, they went with none of that, they were just cool, man, and for some reason, they just got away from me, I don't know what that was, bro, I hated that, every time I got close to somebody real cool, either they end up moving, going somewhere, but they was already old, and I knew that if I ever meet somebody like them two again, it was going to be a long time. I knew it. And them two, I always, I always wanted to contact and get back with. But for some reason, things had never happened. And I ain't never seen them no more. So shout out to Shakira and Jin Jin. Jin Jin is right for Jennifer. Shout out to them two. Command. If I would have just known what I know now, eat up, man. I would have changed a whole lot back then. A whole lot. But back to Shakira. So Shakira and me, we hung in there for about a good eight months. Like I said, that next year, she started getting crazy on me. But she coming for my birthday. Now, this was a different tone. She was already digging in it. So for my birthday, she called me. And she asked me, I said, I said, we didn't go out. I said, my mama baked me a cake and everything like that. And she was like, uh-huh. I should have came over the house. Now, here the thing about that. If she would have came over my house, she would have came over my house. I know what it went on. You did what I'm saying? Now, me and her, one of the thing. You feel what I'm saying? One of the thing, but the chicken went and do what I had to do. <coughs> but we getting close to yeah, because I could feel it. But her lame boyfriend, man, got in the way. Now, was I about taking other people? No. It's just, see her, the female, Shakira was just so cool, she didn't need nobody lame. You did what I'm saying? She she, she needed somebody that was real and down to earth with her. And I felt like I was one of the ones that do that. Now, she was cool people. She was cool folk. Yeah, Shakira was cool folk. Shakira Progress and Nash. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was her Facebook. And Jennifer Hendricks' Facebook was Jennifer Humble Hendricks. Yeah, I never forget them. I never forget them. Them two right there were cool. So here's part two of the segment today. My two headaches. This is chapter 19. So my exes and my crushes from the previous chapter were crazy and thick and bad and wild. But none... I like these two. 
when I when and when they read this, they will know exactly who they are. So here we go. Where do I begin? Let's start in fifth grade. I didn't know Fast Mom then, but when I was in third grade and she was in fifth, we didn't know each other at all. But this dude knew her, and the only time I saw her was in the talent show with Woods in year 06. I played my deal. The house came down. It was over. It was cool. We did our thing. Anyway, flashback to ninth grade, yeah. And me and mommy, as usual, she took me to school in the a.m. and went to work. But on this day, a certain female had their eye on me. And, and was I paying her any attention? No. At least not then. <coughs> so she seen me with my mama. She didn't speak. So mama chose not to come anymore with me to the bus stop. Because she told me, she said, listen. I see Shawty got her little eye on you. And she ain't going to talk to me but talk to you while I'm around. So I'm not going to come with you no more. I said, ain't going to come with me no more. But I was like, okay, cool. She was right. First, it was the corner where they used to pick up Frederick Douglass High School kids. Let me pause here and say, now since I was who I was, no. I have never dealt with any females my age. I always were older. Younger ones didn't take to me. Reason why? My mind level wasn't where it was. Still is like that. Anyway, back to where my mom had dropped me off. She was at the corner, and I walked past. This is how it started, she said. Okay. This is what she said. I Okay, I see your mama not with you today. I said, okay. I smiled, and that was that. Weeks and two months go by. Little baby trying her hardest to get my attention. She studied me so hard and knew my moves so well that the car was riding in was a long way from her. But she knew I was in it. But she knew I was in there. Passed her on the street corner, and her boyfriend was out there or some or some dude, and she saw me and looked dead in the back where I was. Mama was like, "Damn boy, she want you bad." I was like, yeah, yeah, wow. Then kept going. One day, her and her friends were by themselves, and I think it was four. She had and was talking to them about me. I was standing by myself. They were right behind me, like right behind me. I looked out the corner of my eye, and she was twerking at the station right behind me. Her friends were laughing. It was jiggling too, boy. That I, now, let me pause right there and say that even though Shawty was fast and I knew she had a lot of niggas, I had to give it to Shawty. During that time frame, she was bad. Okay? Shawty had the body of a 24-year-old. Thick, pretty, fine, built from head to toe. I'm talking, you're talking about somebody bad. Shawty was bad. Brick house, fine. Head to toe. Shawty just had a lot of niggas around. A lot of niggas. When I say a lot of niggas, a lot of niggas. Crazy niggas, stupid niggas. Whatever niggas you call it. Niggas. Dummies. It was jiggling, boy. When I when I tell you that thing was sitting up there. Her, her, her back had an arch 
and and it, and it, the arch was so perfect. The ends made a peach shape. Well, I'm, anyway, it was right. But the funny part, I think, to me was when I looked at the corner of my eye, I didn't know she <laughs> was actually doing that. When I tell you, her friends were laughing and they were talking about me, I looked back. Shawty was twerking for me. I'm talking about shaking her booty. She wanted me bad. <laughs> oh, man. She wanted me bad. That was funny. That thing was jiggling, old boy. And the arch was pitting right. <laughs> but I was focused on what I was doing. We were going to schools, keeping my head together, keeping the swivel. But I never said I wasn't going to talk to her. <laughs> he saw me got on the train and she left. Next week at Bankhead train station, waiting on the bus to get to school, we bumped into each other. She went up, I caught the bus. Weeks go by, and I finally said, you know what? I'm going to give little baby some time. Now, this is when I decided to give little baby some time because she would kept after me. And sure enough, I got off the train that day and looked over the billboard. was five almost staring at me with hard Google eyes. This was the second or third time that a female had Google eyed me. So I went over to her. She played like she didn't want to talk to me. Put my mama in the convo. This is what she said. I'm going to tell your mama. I said, you going to put my mama in there? She was like, I'm just playing. We were on. Since then, we began close. She was bad on my way home. She was bad, though. On my way home. Used to stop and talk to her. And cool it for a while. Her bus would come. And she'd get, and she'd get on. I'd go home. The thing that stopped us from being really... From, from, from being from a really talking, weed and blunts. And a female drinking, I can deal with that. But smoking Newport, I was like, you have this bad female thick, but smoking cigarette. And not only that, I found out that she was very well known, popular, the female at her school. And what I saw her do, Lord. What I saw her do with the group of boys completely turned me off. I was like, yeah, let's just be friends. Because when I, when I seen her do with a bunch of niggas one night, okay, me and my partner sitting in the car. This at church. I would not tell no lie. Me and my partner at this time was sitting in the car. <clears throat> he had this Ford van, beige Ford van. We sitting in the car. I look over. It's cold outside. It's free. I got on a jacket. I got on some sweatpants and some boots. It was cold in the car. I look over. And I see Shawty who was talking to me. I'll never forget what Shawty had on. Shawty had on a pink and white phone. Pink bra. Pink thong. And a black see-through necklace. Hellwood did. And her friends was out there with her. So I like, it cold, and she got on this on. I said, what in the world is Shawty doing? Next time I see Shawty, it's about, I look back, it's about 10 or 13 niggas walking up the street at night. 
meeting her at night. 10 or 13 niggas. They had a crew walking up the street. He was the red, red was the learning leader, had to be, because that's who she hugged. Nigga, I, I, turned, I said, what the world? This can't be real. What? This can't be real. This can't be real. And since that day, I know what was going on. Took homeboy back to the house. Know they had an orgy party. But one thing I found out from my friend was, her friends wasn't the one doing the orgy. They left the house. It was 10 niggas dragging her out at one time. Crazy. And that's what turned me off and turned me down. But I think tomorrow, I think I done did enough for the day. So tomorrow, I will come back and do part two of the excerpt from my book. My exes and my crushes. <coughs> I think I'm going to come back tomorrow and give you the second half. That was just a little bit. You ain't even heard the half from the church yet. It get real crazy than this. But that's for tomorrow. That's for another time. I'm not finna get in that right now. But what I will leave you with with this. It's a wild ride. It's fun to get even. It's fun to get even more crazy. <laughs> it's fun to get even more crazy. Because tomorrow, beginning my ex and after the fact. So y'all hold on to y'all seatbelt. <laughs> we coming. We coming up. We coming right now. But this is what I'm going to leave you with to get into that right now.
This has been woke up on the mission. This is your boy, Deontay Edward. Pay hit me up, man. Tell it to humble. We're getting to the next segment. The mall. We're getting off air. We off and we gone.